am so glad you found my show because the game is about to change for you. Yes, and is the only mantra you need to amplify the quality of your life. And this podcast is going to show you how. We'll explore high vibe living, entrepreneurship, and how to build habits that last. All through the lens of an improviser. See, the improv mindset keeps you moving forward without a script. And all you have to do is let the words yes and illuminate the path. Okay, did we just become best friends? Well, you certainly found your new favorite podcast. Yes and with me, Judy Holler. Let's do this. This is a Soul Fire production. You're listening to episode 84, coming to you from the Advocare Spark Studio. Advocare is on a mission to empower you to become a better version of yourself by providing world-class products, education, and inspiration, all designed to help you look better, feel better, and perform better, baby. Doesn't that sound good? Yes, I'm with you, and I'm so proud to partner with them. Let's catch a vibe and light a spark, shall we? Learn more about my favorite Advocare products and the company in the show notes. Okay, so last night we were waiting for a friend to come visit. She was rolling through town with her husband, visiting family, and they were going to come have, you know, a little visit with us last night before they left today. And so they have two toddlers and you know how that goes. Oh, we'll be there at 730 and then it's, you know, 745 and then it's eight and then it's 830. And we, of course, totally understood. Um, And they got over to our house safely and it was great to see them. But while Scott and I were waiting, Scott's my husband, for um, our friends to show up, we um, were playing this game. So we we have this game. It's called Table Topics. I'll link up in the show notes, but it sits on our kitchen island in like our Lazy Susan. And it's just great. Like if people come over and you just want to have an activity, but you don't want to get into like a big board game or sometimes, like I said, Scott and I will just play this to have some fun and even get to know each other. We've been together a decade, but still like get to know each other and just spark conversation. Anyway, we were playing Table Topics last night while we were waiting for our friends to show up. And one of the questions that came up was like, if you could come back in another life or if you, and I'm paraphrasing here because I don't have the card in front of me, but like if you could come back in another life and do anything or be anything, like what would you do? What would you be? And it like sparked the most fun conversation. Of course, my my husband was like, I would be a pro golfer. Like I knew he'd say that. And then he was like, actually, I'd be like a pro caddy, like a caddy. Cause you know, he's like, I don't really want the limelight. He goes, but I wouldn't just be like a regular caddy. I'd be like, a a caddy that is like, got this crazy, awesome personality. And he's like known for his, like the way he communicates with people and just has this great personality and is super outgoing. So he'd be kind of like this semi-famous, like high vibe, really great personality caddy. Right. So that was really fun. And then when it got to me, I was like, oh my God, well, First of all, I feel like I am living my dream. And I'm not just saying that to be cheesy or because we're here together, right? Like, I really do believe that I was born to do the work that I'm doing and and speaking on stage and just speaking professionally has been such a gift in my life. And it's a soul contract I feel like I made with with um, my designer, uh, God, the universe, whatever it is that... Uh, aligned myself to the purpose that I'm currently following. I mean, I feel like it was made for me, right? However, 
that aside, you want to know what my answer was? Okay, so I have a tie. It's two things. Number one, I said that I'd be like a fucking badass, like celebrity. JMO, I am trying to do a podcast. You hear my dog scratching himself? JMO, JMO. Oh, my German Shepherd just had his surgery. He had his JMO. Hi, we're on the we're on the show, baby. He just had his surgeries where he got a little, the little snip, snip, and then they did this thing uh, to his stomach. It's a new procedure, so his stomach won't flip. And oh, the poor baby. And then he got the chip put in, and his ear infection cleaned out. It's a mess. Okay, I digress. So here's what I said. I said that I would be a motherfucking high vibe celebrity, like Soul Cycle instructor, or maybe even Peloton, whatever. Uh, but I would be like a full-blown badass like spin instructor like famous kind of like a Robin Arzan you know what I mean from Peloton where like I'm cool and I got tattoos and I'm really in shape and I have um, an incredible community and it's healthy and positive and supportive and what I love about this crazy dream job is that it is like it takes all the things I love it takes spinning which I love it takes music which I love and it takes inspiration like inspiring people motivating people lifting them higher it like puts it all into one bucket of love right so yo if I could come back in another life like that's a hundred percent I would so do that I just think oh my gosh every time I see these peloton and celebrity soul psycho instructors. I'm just like goddess vibes and they're so cool. And I'd have tattoos and I'd just be really six packy and amazing. Okay. And then my other one, it was a tie. Uh, and I'm st- I haven't ruled this one out yet. Like I'm not trying to like quit my job to go do this, but uh, yo, for me, I would uh, a DJ a hundred percent, like a bad ass bitch, sexy AF DJ, like spinning the beats, right? Like I would 100%. And I'd be like Shy Town DJ. I'd be like a DJ Megan Taylor up in the club. Shout out Megan Taylor. Uh, but I would really, I'd be like a Shy Town Midwest DJ, but I'd travel all over. And like, you know, I'd, I'd still like write books and speak on stages about music and energy. Um, and maybe one of these days I will learn how to wiki wiki. Okay, I can't believe I wiki wiki, but you get my point on the ones and the and the beats and the turntables, the whole thing. It's on my bucket list. But that's that was my answer to those questions. So it just sparked this really fun conversation between my husband and I last night. We had so much fun. So I guess I want to ask you the question, like, what, like if you could sign another soul contract with your maker, what would you be? Would you, would you come back exactly as you are? But if you had to really choose, I, I'm guessing you're um, feeling blessed in your life and, and you love who you are and what you do and the way you do it as well. But man, if you had to pick something else, like I'm forcing you to pick something else, what would it be? Dude, tell me. DM me on Instagram, send me an email, hello at judyholler.com. Like I really am curious. Or if you're in our House of And group, um, our private Facebook group, let's talk about it. Like somebody start a thread. And like, let's get a list going in our House of Anne fan page to be like, okay, if you come back in another life and you could not do what you do right now, what would you do? Those are my answers. Badass, Robin Arzon, Peloton, Soul Cycle instructor, and then and or DJ. That's my vibe. Okay, so it's also been a minute since we pulled a card and I'm going to do a fun one today. We're going to do um, an Affirminator. I love our affirminators. 50 self help 
helpy cards. What does it say on the cover? Uh, 50 affirmation cards to help you help yourself without the self-helpiness. I love it. And it's got like a unicorn and a rainbow and a bunny riding that unicorn. They are so fun. Um, So we'll link up to these in the show notes as well. Okay, so here's, let me do it with me now. Do it with me now. Every time we pull a card, we have to close our eyes, okay? And we have to breathe in goodness and breathe out the shit. You ready? Okay, close our eyes. Breathe in. Okay, I have pulled the sanctuary card. Here's what it says. It's a bonus card, by the way. It says, good for you. It seems you've earned some time away from the chaos of life. It could be as small as a bubble bath or as big as a trip, or maybe it's a small trip to a big bubble bath or a normal sized trip to a tiny bubble bath, or maybe you tripped and fell into someone's bath. Well, whatever it is, it's waiting for you, baby, with open arms. Just pick up your favorite sanctuary and unplug for a bit, especially if a bath is involved. I love that. You know, it's so funny. I was just talking about, I wrote it into my Vibe and Thrive Planner. I'm like, you know, the one thing I will say yes and to today is that yes, I need time for myself and I will take a bubble bath. So it is on my list tonight. I'm definitely going to catch that vibe. I'm going to put a little treatment in my hair and I'm going to light a candle and catch a vibe. So this is yours as well, right? Can you create some sort of sanctuary for yourself today, whether it's a few minutes to read or a phone call to someone you love or uh, an oatmeal cappuccino at your favorite coffee shop, or maybe you too catch those bubble bath vibes, whatever it is, this is your permission slip to go do it because you deserve it. All right, a quick pause here to shout out our listener of the week, who is Cass Timmerman, who left a review, a five-star review on iTunes, by the way, and it says, A freaking amazing. She goes, this podcast is a must. Judy is definitely my go-to person for some high vibes. I love her book, Fierce, my homeboy, and her planner is also one of my faves. This podcast definitely gives me so much juicy content and I always feel like she is giving me the advice or vibe I need. Well, Cass, thank you for that. And oh my gosh, because you left a review, because you took a few seconds to leave a review, you are our listener of the week and I'm gonna send you all kinds of high vibe stuff in the mail. So keep an eye out and in order to claim your prize, send me a DM on Instagram or email me at hello at judyholler.com to claim your prize. And yo, if you wanna be our next listener of the week, all you gotta do is leave a really quick review on iTunes. They matter and mean so much. Plus it's one of my favorite things to do every week. Scroll through those reviews and hear from you. All right. So before we get into where I want to go today, today we're going to be talking about discomfort, seeking it. It's going to be short. It's going to be sweet, but damn, it's going to be juicy, baby. Um, A few life updates. So I got back onto the big stage. So if you're new here, 
Uh, I work, you know, I'm an author, obviously I do this podcast and I work primarily as a keynote speaker. It's, it's probably my favorite part of what I do for a living, really stepping onto stage and using improv to teach um, you how to live a braver life and to get more comfortable in uncomfortable situations. And I was finally back on the big stage. I mean, I've had some small events and of course, lots and lots of virtual events, but nothing like a live room. And I was just in Cincinnati on Sunday at Duke Convention Center with the Pure Romance family, baby. Pure Romance, if you're listening, we have a lot of new friends and followers from Pure Romance. Uh, my goodness, it was so fun to be with you. Um, so we, there were like 3,200 women, mostly women, about 99% women in the audience. 3,200 women on Sunday at Duke Convention Center. And it's, it felt so fucking good to get back on stage. Um, it, was, it was awesome. The women were were incredible. Uh, it was so much fun to do the keynote. Um, and it was just, my goodness, it just felt so goddamn good to be back on stage. So it's a positive story, yo. I mean, you guys, we were with thousands and thousands of people. I mean, we don't do our traditional meet and greets right now. Like we're not going to do a long line and book signings and all the selfies. And it sucks because it's one of my favorite things to do, but I have to like keep myself safe. Obviously putting myself in front of thousands and thousands of people in that close of a contact is just stupid. But I will tell you, we were all in a room together. Uh, there is some people were wearing masks. There is no mask mask mandate in Ohio at this point in that space in Cincinnati. And so it was kind of like, you know, if you feel comfortable, don't wear a mask. If you feel comfortable, you know, if you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. So there's a little bit of everything, but everything was great. And we, it was beautiful and awesome and incredible. And it happened. So if you're looking for some hope, I just thought I'd share that with you. It felt so good to be back. And, um, the, the event went off without a problem or a hitch and everybody is healthy and thriving and incredible. And it just felt really good to be back. So we've got a pretty busy fall lined up. We are so excited about that. And, you know, it just felt really good to be back on stage, uh, in a room full of human beings who are ready to amplify the quality of their lives. So that energy, like I'm sitting here recording this for you on a Thursday and I'm still, and I spoke on Sunday and I'm still feeling that shit. Right. And so it was just great. So I'm curious if you've gotten back out, if you're at events, how, what your company's doing, talk to me, let me know either in the house of and or DM me. It's just so interesting. Everybody's got their own sort of comfort level, obviously, but also rhythm as it relates to what their companies are doing and what their organizations are doing. But it, it you know, I tell you, yo, over 3000 people, it was great. And I love telling those positive stories. I think it gives us all a little dash of hope, but yo, that felt so good. And because it was in Cincinnati, um, Amanda's, you know, part-time there. So she lives between Cincinnati and Chicago. So Amanda got to be there. And one of her very dear friends, one of her best friends from sixth grade, Crystal got to do my hair and Crystal's incredible. Um, and you always just feel so much more high vibe and beautiful when somebody like professional does your hair and she's styled movies and done Nicole Kidman's hair. And so I felt like a movie star. And then uh, the company that produces uh, my preview video, my speaking preview video is based in Cincinnati as well. So we got to bring out a four camera crew um, and reshoot my footage for my speaking preview video and update a lot of that because I look like a completely different human being because it's been two years and it's just, oh, we just got so much done and we stayed healthy through it. And we, it was just such a high vibe day. So that's going on. Also, we're uh, loving hearing from you and, um, 
learning all about what you're loving inside the House of And. So House of And is um, this sort of new uh, passion project and company that I'm starting. It is uh, an apparel and a lifestyle brand um, that is uh, really rooted in the power of possibility and of course inspired by improv theater. So we'll link up to House of And in the show notes and it's spelt H-A-U-S of And if you're interested, just houseofand.com. But um, it's an improv-inspired company, right, that is possibility-driven. And it is really what we do and what we create inside the House of And is really... um, all rooted in getting you to open new doors in your life and and getting you to believe that you can and that you're worthy of it and you're ready for it. Because every time we open a new door and we walk into uncertainty, um, we have more breakthrough moments. And so throughout history in the improv theater, my goodness, the name of this podcast is called Yes And, right? So we need to say yes and add something new to sort of move our scenes forward on stage. And throughout time, those two words have sort of always gone together. Yet, um, I really believe that and is the star and I'm building the company and the brand off of that notion because I believe that you can say yes in this life and still be complacent, right? The way we make true change is by adding something new, by opening a new door, by taking action. I mean, we want serendipity and like these serendipitous moments moments in our life, but yo, serendipity is action. Like you putting yourself in the fucking way of cool shit happening. You literally putting yourself in the way of magic and wonder and joy and freedom and all that good stuff. And the only way you do that is by opening a new door, by moving, by adding something new to your life and your schedule and your routine by setting a boundary. And so uh, that's what the purpose is. And it is what's keeping me up at night in a really good way. And it's sort of what I feel is my life's work. And so I would love for you to take a spin around. If you're an OG here, if you've been listening or following for a while, go to the house of and or house of and rather.com link in show notes, um, hang out with us on Instagram. We're slowly going to be, uh, rolling out a a plan there as well, but go take a spin around the store, grab one of our possibility ampersand t-shirts. Talk to me about what you love and what you want. We have so many fun things up our sleeves. We've got products for you to live the lifestyle, like notebooks and water bottles and the planner and books and all kinds of stuff that'll really help you live a high vibe life. But then of course we launched with our iconic possibility ampersand t-shirt collection. So we've got a few hoodies, crop hoodies, uh, crop sweatshirts, and just some some possibility t-shirts for now to get the party started. But we plan uh, to do all kinds of stuff like fun custom drops and uh, new new monthly limited order t-shirts and and uh, more hoodies when fall comes closer and um, holiday inspired apparel. And just, just stay tuned. We've got all kinds of cool stuff up our sleeves as we figure out what she wants to become when she grows up. But let me tell you our, our topic today Uh, And what I really wanted to spend a few minutes talking to you about is really all about seeking discomfort. And I feel so uncomfortable, right? Like all the time, every day. I mean, we have brought on a company 
that we worked with uh, for a couple months to help us uh, scale and set this up. And I just fired them. And it was very uncomfortable. And it was, um, boy, did we learn so much. But but that, you know, trusting in someone and, and opening a door and bringing people into your team and it not working out, you know, you instantly feel like a failure. You feel like you've wasted time, money, and resources when time, money, and resources are already limited. And, you know, I've been walking through some shame because of it and some self-doubt because of it. But then I start to think about the fact that this is the point, right? Like any time you seek to go somewhere you've never been before, well, of course, you are going to feel uncomfortable. (laughs) Of course, you're not going to know what you're doing because you've never done it before, right? And so, you know, I'd, I'd like to remind you of something really powerful. If you could fail, you're doing it right. If, if you are afraid, you're doing it right. And if you have new problems today than you had yesterday, baby, you are doing it right. And so I just want to encourage you because as you go out there and try new things and grow and evolve and say yes and into new spaces, as you rock that possibility ampersand and open new doors, as you read the book and make fear your homeboy, as you vibe and thrive with our planner, all of these things living inside the house of and, I mean, as you go into these new spaces and set boundaries for yourself, man, it is going to get uncomfortable. You could fuck it up. You could fail. You will feel afraid and you're going to get new problems that you've never had. And all of these are an indicator that you are doing it right. So let's talk a little bit about discomfort, specifically seeking it out and putting yourself in the way of it on purpose. So there's this moment in my keynote on fear. It's called Everyday Improviser, my signature talk right now. I'm building a new one all about the transformational power of and, but right now my my main talk is uh, called Everyday Improviser, okay? And there is a moment in the talk where I invite you, the audience, <clears throat> to become a fierce scientist with me and to begin experimenting with your fear every day on purpose. Mm, And I love this idea of becoming a fear scientist because it immediately removes the the overwhelm and the anxiety and the self-doubt and the stress out of anything new that you want to go do for yourself or your business. And it welcomes in quickly more confidence and courage and creativity and play because if it's just a fear experiment, right? If you're just a fear scientist, simply experimenting with your fear, you can't really fuck it up, right? (laughs) So I even in my book, Fear is My Homeboy, I present this idea uh, at the end of chapter six on page 28. I write this, Number two, run your own fear experiments. The goal of any fear experiment is to get uncomfortable on purpose. And the more you do this, the more comfortable you will get being uncomfortable. Here are some fear experiments you can start using right now to strengthen your bravery muscles. So I share a few examples. Things like ask the first question in meetings or on conference calls, like raise your hand to lead the next team meeting or conference call. At the next party or event you go to, leave who you came with on purpose to meet new people. Take an improv class. 
take selfies, all these sorts of things, right? And even in my workbook, The Fear Boss Project on page 94, I have like a 30-day calendar. So you have 30 days of fear experiments and ideas if you want a little inspiration or if you'd like to do this, right? Conduct a month, maybe you make it a monthly challenge, right? And conduct, I mean, that was the goal of it in The Fear the Fear Boss Project, right? This notion of like conducting 30 days of fear experiments with your friends, your family, your book club, your sales team, whatever, right? But I want to lean into this idea today and really get you thinking a little bit more about it because it struck me when I was on stage Sunday that we have not really chatted about fear experiments and seeking discomfort and getting uncomfortable every day on purpose in a while. And so I thought we should do that. I hear from others like you all over the U.S. and beyond, uh, a common theme. It comes up in conversations, in email, in DMs, after talks, whatever it may be. You want more freedom in your life. Uh, And you want to get out of the rut you're in. You are finally tired of your own bullshit. You are ready to get out of your own way. And you finally feel ready to take action. Yet the big problem is that most of us aren't willing to do the uncomfortable work required in order to get all the freedom, magic, abundance, serendipity, and success we so desperately crave. Because here's the deal. If you want a comfortable life, Yo, you're going to have to do uncomfortable things in order to earn it, period. So fear experiments and this idea are really designed to help you do the uncomfortable work daily in order to build your brave muscle so scary things feel less scary. I truly believe courage is a muscle, yo. And the more you use it, the stronger you get. I feel the same way about creativity, right? If you want to be more creative, date your creativity. I mean, you think of your spouse, significant other, whatever, right? Like the way your relationship works is you make it work, right? You date each other. You do things to make the relationship work. Same with creativity. Well, why not the same with courage? Like if you want to be brave, date it, hang out with it, right? Make out with it, baby. Catch a vibe with your courage. So I really liken courage to a muscle and the more you use it, the stronger you get. So let me take you to fear fitness for a second. And at fear fitness, we lift heavy and we do it daily, baby. We do it daily with, with a lot of reps and the weights we're picking up are the weights of discomfort, i.e. fear experiments daily. And the more you pick up those weights of discomfort, the more you experiment with your fear, the stronger and braver you get. So fear experiments are you stepping outside of your comfort zone, seeking discomfort daily on purpose in order to work that muscle, that courage muscle. So we have created this, we have this uh, man manifesto. We actually call it our and a festo, you get the pun, and a festo. It's a manifesto that comes with our planner. It's in our planner, or you can buy it in our store, but it's got uh, seven empowering mantras. And one of them is this, we experiment with our fear every day on purpose. So fear experiments can be really big things like um, quitting a bad habit, leaving a toxic relationship, moving to a new city, writing a book, 
starting a business, asking for a raise, getting married, giving, getting divorced, having kids, choosing not to have kids, right? These are all big, juicy, meaty, fear experiments. That said, you don't need to jump out of a plane or like free solo Mount Everest to be brave. You can do small, everyday things and still strengthen your brave muscles. Small, everyday things. Small, everyday moments of discomfort. Are you picking up weights and running the reps in fear fitness, right? So small fear experiments look like you going on camera on your next Zoom, right? Speaking up first on a conference call, asking the first question in a meeting, like making it a game to raise your hand first in meetings. I used to do this all the time in corporate, right? Setting boundaries, sitting in the front row of every meeting you attend. Another thing I used to do all the time in corporate, like I'd go to a meeting and beeline to the front row because it's uncomfortable. But I knew that it was a mentality, it was an energy, and that by sitting in the front row, I was energetically saying something to myself and not just saying something to myself about myself, but also about my worthiness to be there and to really receive what was happening in the room, right? So that's that's a fear experiment, right? What about taking a selfie in public to get better at not caring what other people think? Uh, trying new foods, skipping drinks, not looking at email first thing in the morning, taking a different drive to work, uh, wearing a color you're not used to wearing. I mean, really fear experiments are anytime you get outside of your comfort zone on purpose with the goal of getting braver. So I invite you, I empower you to join me, to become a fear scientist with me and to begin experimenting with your fear every day on purpose. And the one thing I know for sure is this, the more you do this, the more you make it a goal to experiment with your fear every day on purpose, you will inevitably get stronger and braver. And listen, fear experiments have really truly become my secret weapon for smashing comfort zones. And I want it to become yours too. I mean, I've conducted a few over the last three days. Number one, I fired a vendor. <laughs> that was no longer the right fit for my company. So fucking uncomfortable and terrifying. I hate confrontation. Uh, number two, and this is another one that was like so gross, but speaking up when my hairstylist fucked up my hair, like literally having to be like, fix it instead of just sitting there like I normally would have done and resented her or vented to my husband or just been pissed off and then had to find a new stylist, which honestly I did anyway. But the moral of the story is I spoke up and I advocated for myself and that felt fucking good, right? Which gives me the confidence to keep speaking up for myself. And another one I did recently was when I was rehearsing my keynote, running it, running it, running it. Well, rehearsing in itself is a fear experiment, right? Because no one wants to do it. But the more you do it, the better you get. Uh, but running that keynote with no prompter notes, no notes, right? To memorize it like a boss. So maybe your first fear experiment is conducting your first fear experiment and telling me about it, right? So let me give you a homework assignment. Conduct your first fear experiment. By the end of the day today, whenever you're listening to this, do something uncomfortable on purpose and then tell me about it. I want you to send me a DM on Instagram or tag me on social 
when you're doing it um, and tell me what you did. Uh, maybe today you take your first selfie and you post it to Instagram. Maybe you skip drinks tonight. Maybe you call someone you haven't in a while. Maybe you set a boundary with someone who needs a boundary set with, right? Or maybe you unfollow someone who makes you feel like shit every single time. You choose to get uncomfortable on purpose. You will inevitably get stronger and braver. And this is what it's all about. Plus, plus courage is contagious, right? Confidence is contagious. So when I see you do something brave, it makes me want to be brave. When I see you be confident, it makes me want to be confident. So talk to me about it. Do those fear experiments. Tag me. Let's get braver together. A couple of disclaimers before I get you out of here. Two things. Uh, number one, uh, you cannot do, do just one fear experiment, one brave thing, and think you got it figured out. Courage c- compounds, confidence compounds. So you have to keep going. This is why uh, one of our core values in the Andifesto is that we experiment with our fear every day on purpose. We have to do it regularly. This is how we get braver and stronger. Number two, fear is going to show up every single day to try and stop you. Fear has one job. It's actually really lame and really boring and really basic. Fear's job is to stop you. So knowing this is power because if fear's job is to stop you, then baby, your job is to move move. So when self-doubt and procrastination and perfectionism and imposter syndrome and, and shame and all of those emotions show up, just know it's fear trying to stop you. Put your head down, keep your eyes on your paper and keep moving. All right. I hope you loved this short and sweet solo episode as much as I loved making it for you. Talk to me on Instagram. Send me a DM. I want to know what you think about this episode. I want to know about your fear experiments. And I also definitely want to know, like, if you could come back in another life and could not do what you do right now, what would you do? What would you be? Oh, I want to hear that as well. Somebody get that party started on our house page. Um, so, so keep the posts coming. Talk to me. I love hearing from you. And as always, you can send an email to hello at judyholler.com with your show ideas, feedback, and inspiration. Yo, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for reviewing this podcast. And until next week, keep opening the door to possibility.